Welcome to Low Country Football Focus, Season 1, Episode 15. I am Tim Atkins, alongside, as always, Stephen Moody. Stephen, how you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. How about you, Tim? Doing really good, really good. Um, had some good things happen over the weekend, but we can talk about that in a little while. <laughs> yeah, 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 we can talk about that. <laughs> Certain college football game, but we'll we hit that later. Um, talk about high school football, talk about low country teams. Uh, a lot went on. It was down to two as of last week, and now this week we're down to one. Somerville, number one team in the state from week one all the way up to this past week, has been beaten by White Knoll. The Green Wave go down 21-14 to 14 on, the road, on the road to the White Knoll Timberwolves. Somerville just couldn't get the offense going. They were held to a season low, 14 points, 280 yards of offense. White Knoll's defense at the difference in this game. Defense wins championships. Less than a minute to play. They were down 21-14. They drove the ball down inside the White Knoll 40-yard line, but fourth down past at end zone fell incomplete. And the dream season for Somerville and Coach Ian Rafferty comes to an end. Somerville finishes their season 13-1. and White Knoll still undefeated. They go to state. They will face Dutch Fork, their region foe for the state championship game. Boy, that's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be epic. These two teams met earlier in the season. Yeah, uh, Dutch Fork pulled or lost by 17-14, to 14, I think was the score. Dutch Fork is 9-5. and five. Seven straight wins. They were two and five to begin this season. Uh, Coach Tom Knotts, what a great job he's done with the Silver Foxes. But uh, yeah, White Knoll defeats Somerville. Um, Yannick Smith had two big plays in the game. He had a big 56-yard pass play, a 55-yard run. Couldn't get it in on either one. Both of them ended in a Trey Green touchdown run. But that White Knoll defense, they, they bent, they didn't break. Landon Sharp had 181 yards passing for White Knoll and a touchdown. And Tyon Fanning, two rushing touchdowns. But Somerville is no longer alive. They are out, and White Knoll advances to the state championship game. Um, Steve, a lot of broken hearts in green and gold down there at Somerville this week. A lot of butt hurt, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely, for sure. So, Man, I'm just looking right quick. I know um, even with this – 14 points they gave up to Somerville. There's still less than 100 points given up this year. That's amazing. What a season White Knoll has had. Uh, undefeated. They'll face a region foe who they've already beaten one time this year, 17-14. So you, you think they got to like their chances, but this is probably a much different Dutch Fork team than it was back in, what, week seven when they when they faced each other. But Somerville, they'll they'll regroup. They'll be back next year. They always have the numbers, but what they're losing a lot. And and uh, and Yannick Smith. I mean, he was the cog that made that offense go. He will be playing right now. He's committed to East Carolina, unless some other schools come looking at him. But right now, going to East Carolina. But Somerville um, season is over. The dream season is over. They lose to White Knoll. The other Low Country team, Oceanside. They advance. They beat Hampton County 42-21. to They take their record to 11-2. They will face Gray Collegiate in the state championship game this week at Orangeburg. Oceanside led 14 to nothing, 
and then Hampton County came roaring back, tied it at the half, 14-14. Sharks trailed 21-14 in the third quarter. Hampton County had scored three straight touchdowns to take the lead, but Oceanside scores the next 28 points to beat Hampton County 42-21. What a big win for Oceanside. And, you know, that's not a bad thing for Hampton County. You know, that's their first year as a combined team. And, you know, they're they're going to be – Oh, yeah, that for sure. They're, they're going to be back. I listened to a, a podcast this morning, Moving the Chains. Uh, there's a good high school football podcast for the state of South Carolina. They interviewed Hampton County's coach, and uh, he's – He's got good things going on there. And Hampton County is going to be back in 2A. We expect Oceanside to move up from 2A, so that's going to help a lot of 2A teams around here. Mm -hmm. um, Aiden Manivian, four touchdown passes. He had three of them in the third quarter. C.J. Moscos caught a tip pass for an 87-yard touchdown. That tied the game at 21-21. That Oceanside rally started there, and it never stopped. 28 straight points. They beat Hampton County. 42 to 21, the Land Sharks are in the state championship game. Steve, the other team, we really hadn't talked about them a whole lot as far as low country, but they are a low country team. That's the Johnsonville Flashes. They get another big win. I think I picked Bamberg Earhart in this game. I think we both did. I think I told you I'd, I'd love to see Johnsonville win. I just didn't think they would. Boy, they proved me wrong. 20 to 10 over Bamberg Earhart. Bamberg ends their season at 12 and 2. Johnsonville improves their record to 11-2. and two. Uh, Malik Shippey had over 200 yards passing. Travis Wilson, five receptions, 135 yards, and one touchdown for Johnsonville. Uh, just a big-time player, players for Johnsonville coming through. Bamberg had a 10-0 lead, and Johnsonville scored the next 20 points. I think they scored with under 10 seconds left in the first half to start that rally. Mm -hmm. and, th and then just Bamberg couldn't stop them. But uh, Bamberg had an early lead. They just couldn't hold on to it. But uh, Johnsonville able to ride that momentum when they scored with two seconds left in the first half to, to dominate the second half. Johnsonville's going to face Christchurch, a rematch of last year's 1A state championship game. Christchurch won that game 43-20. to Boy, you'd love to see Johnsonville get a little revenge for that. I'd love to see him return the favor. Other games in the state, uh, not a lot of local teams to talk about. Uh, the game we talked about a, for a second, uh, a few seconds ago, uh, Dutch Fork. Boy, what a game they had. They were down to J.L. Mann. They came back and beat J.L. Mann, Mann Patriots 31-30. to J.L. Mann had a 30-21 to lead with 2.22 left in the game, Ooh. and Dutch Fork came back. Dutch Fork had a 67-yard drive. It ended in an eight-yard touchdown pass from their backup quarterback. They lost their quarterback in the first quarter in this game. But John Hunt hit Boykin Bickley with 117 left. Dutch Fork kicked an onside kick. J.O. Mann recovered. J.O. Mann couldn't move the ball. Dutch Fork had all three timeouts. <laughs> That's why you save them. That's right. J.O. Mann punted. Dutch Fork got it, drove it down, and with three seconds left, Justin Welch kicks a 39-yard field goal, and Dutch Fork back in the state championship game. They will face White Knoll. You know, they've been in the state championship game 11 of the last 12 years. That's unbelievable. And, and I think – what was the stat? If they hadn't lost to – it was somebody they lost to, what, six, 
Gaffney. Gaffney yeah, it, was like, it would have been seven straight state championships. <clears throat> right. So in 2021, Gaffney beat him by, I think it was 22 to 19. Golly. Yeah, it was. What a run for, for Dutch Fork. I mean, do you think at that point, does a college come looking at Tom Knotts, you know, bring him on staff or something? He's got that's something what, going on there. That's what they did with Bentley, wasn't it? Yeah, it sure was. That Burns? All right, in the 4A lower state game, this was a huge game. And like I, I told you last week, I got called into work last Friday night. This was a game I was going to go to. South Florence defeats Irmo, a battle of undefeated teams. South Florence wins 28-21. They built an early lead, and they held off the Yellow Jackets. It was a 28-7 South Florence lead. Irmo comes storming back. They just didn't have enough left in the tank. They lose to South Florence, and now South Florence back in the state championship game. They're going to face Westside. Westside, a 42-35 winner over Greenville in overtime. Westside's wide receivers. They've got two wide receivers, one committed to NC State, one committed to Chattanooga. They put them both on defense to cover South Carolina commit Mazio Bennett. Now, Bennett had two touchdowns, but other than that, late in the game he was held in check. And that was the difference in the game. So Westside, South Florence. Westside's last state championship was in 1969. <laughs> so over 50 years ago since they have won a state championship. So you almost can't help but pull for the Westside Rams. But South Florence, defending state champion, they are back in the state championship game. You know, um, you look back at their history and you know, South Florence – has never really been a, that great of a No, they, they were a doormat for so long. But Coach Drew Marlowe, he's obviously got him in the right direction. He started out with a bad first season, two and six, then he went seven and four, now he's fifteen and zero and fourteen and zero. That's that's just an unbelievable run by South Florence, but a huge win over. I mean, you know, Irma was good for the way they manhandled James Island last week. So. Oh, yeah. Looking at the 3A, uh, lower state, Camden defeated Brooklyn Casey. I think I'd pick Brooklyn Casey in this game. The Camden Bulldogs, 46, Brooklyn Casey, 30. Brooklyn Casey scored on their first possession to go up 7 to nothing, But Camden never punted in this game. They turned the ball over a few times, but other than that, they scored every possession. 477 yards of offense, 316 of that through the air. Avery Hickman had 12 carries, 81 yards, and two touchdowns. But most importantly for, for Camden, they hold Deshaun Watson. He's the foot, Mr. Football finalist for Brooklyn Casey. Held him to 70 yards rushing. And, I mean, I don't think anybody's held him anywhere near under 150 all season long. He has just been unbelievable. But Camden going back to the state championship game, they're going to face Daniel. Speaking of Daniel – they get a big win over Belton Honeyapath, 28-23. Daniel still undefeated, 14-0. That was Belton's first loss. They dropped to 13-1. This was a 21-20 halftime lead for Daniel. Uh, Belton Honeyapath trailed 28-23, had the ball on Daniel's two-yard line with less than a minute remaining. Go to hand it off to their big-time running back. He mishandles it. Daniel recovers. They win at 28-23. What an ending to that game. Daniel's third trip to the state championship game in the last four years, and this will be the third time in those four years that Jan- Daniel has faced Camden for a state championship, and they've won both those other two. 
So Daniel and Camden in the 3A state championship. Looking at 2A, we talked about Oceanside. Uh, let's talk real quick about Gray Collegiate. They get a win over the defending state champion, Abbeville, 27-12. So like we said, they're going to face, face Oceanside in the 2A state championship. And in the upper state and single A, Christchurch defeated St. Joseph 53-20. Christchurch facing Johnsonville, a rematch of last year's 1A state championship game. Christchurch won that game 43-20. to Let's hope Johnsonville can maybe get a little revenge there. Well, you know as well, we, we did a little talking about it last last week, but this, this whole ruling they got going with all these charter schools, and you, I don't think you'll see Christchurch in 1A anymore. Well, I, let, let's hope not. I, I think South Carolina High School League made a good step to, to try to rectify the situation. Let's hope it fixes it. And, you know, these teams are, are on more equal foot. The teams they play will be on more equal footing exactly. than the others have been. Uh, it's, it's been a mess with Gray Collegiate, with Christchurch. And now, I mean, in 2A, it's two charter schools facing each other for a state championship in Gray and Oceanside. So it'll be real interesting to see how realignment goes. But, Stephen, let's, let's pick some state championship games. All right. <clears throat> so, of course, last week – uh, we tied. You got three right and seven wrong. And I got three right. Golly, we both sucked. Yeah, yeah. We had some stupid picks. So I've already made my picks. I've got them on, you know, on the on the sheet here. So all right. So in the one A, we got Christchurch at Johnsonville, uh, twelve and two versus nine and two, rematch of last year's title game. The game was the only prior meeting between these two teams. Christchurch won that state title game 43-20 for their only state title in school history. Johnsonville has one state title as well, winning it all the way back in 1993. They are 1-5 for in state title appearances. Much as I hate it, I went ahead and picked uh, Christchurch in this one. I'm going to go with my heart on this one. I'm going with the flashes. I think Malik Shippey and Travis Wilson are going to have huge games for the for Johnsonville, and I think Johnsonville gets revenge and defeats Christchurch in the 1A state championship. I, I hope I'm wrong. All right, so we'll go ahead and do the 3A game. We've got Camden versus Daniel. Camden 11-3. God, that's going to be a good game. Daniel 14-0. Daniel owns a 7-1 advantage in the series and eliminated Camden for their most recent state title back in uh, back to back in 19 or uh, 19 2021 going way back to back <laughs> 2020 and 2021 Daniel has seven overall state titles while Camden has five Camden has been playing football since before 1900 Wow Camden's five titles were won in 15 appearances. Daniel's seven titles came in 10 appearances. I went ahead and I picked Daniel in this one. Man, Camden is battle-tested. Golly. What a win for Daniel, though, an emotional win last week. I tell you what, I'm, I hate picking against Daniel because my guy, Coach Randy Robinson, came from Daniel. But I'm going Camden. I think Camden takes right. care of Daniel and gets revenge. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. So we move on to the 4A state title game. We've got Westside, 13-1, versus South Florence, 14-0. These two teams have mm -hmm. never met on the gridiron. Coach Drew Marlowe at South Florence is looking for back-to-back -back state titles in his fourth year at school. Yeah, South Florence on the right path in just his fourth year. 
Westside's coach, Brian Lane, has the Rams in the state title game in year one of his tenure at Westside. First year, 13-1 and one, and, a, and a berth in the state championship game to face South Florence. I tell you what, I believe in Brian Lane, and I'm picking Westside. Uh-oh. Well, Westside and the upset. Looks like one of us is definitely going Yeah, to- right now all of our picks are opposite, aren't they? They are. All right, so we got – the 4A state title game, we got Dutch Fork, 9-5 versus White, White Knoll. Dutch Fork has a 19-3 advantage in the series. White Knoll broke a 13-game skid in the series earlier this season. White Knoll has never been in a state title game. In fact, they have only made it past the first round three times in 13 tries. Dutch Fork has won seven state titles in the last 10 years, all under coach Tom, Tom Knotts. If not for a three-point loss to Gaffney in 2021, Dutch Fork would be seven-time defending champions. Wow. A win will give Dutch Fork seven out of the last eight titles and eight overall. This is Dutch Fork's 11th state title appearance. Mm. I, I told you last week that I, I, I thought Dutch Fork was going to win state. I'm going to stay with that. I think Dutch Fork over White Knoll. They end White Knoll's season. They get revenge for that 17-14 loss early in the season. I think Coach Tom Knotts wins it. All right. So we are – so far we both – And you picked White Knoll, correct? I did. Okay. All right. Um, So last but not least, the only local team remaining, we got the Gray Collegiate, and they're 15-3, of course – like I think I told you before, four or five of those wins were all forfeits. So yeah. they played other teams in, in place of those and got such you know so many wins. So they didn't really play 18 games. Right. But anyway, Gray Collegiate versus Oceanside, 11 and two. Oceanside has a 3-2 advantage in the series. Oceanside lost in the state title game last year to Abbeville. Gray beat Abbeville to make the title game this year. Gray Collegiate won the state title in 2021 and it is their only title up to that point. This is their second title game appearance. I'm pulling out and going with the the Homer Oceanside Collegiate. Well, I've picked every game opposite what you've picked so far, and I think I'm going to stay with that. I'm going Gray Collegiate. I think Gray gets a win over Oceanside. I'd like to see Oceanside just because they're a low country team get it, but I think Gray Collegiate's a better team, and I think they win state. 10-4. Well, are, I think a lot of these are going to be real close games. Yeah, I'd, man. I'd, be honest with you. Um, I mean, and, and they're all going to be on TV. White. So Noel, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I want to say White Knoll has scored a ton of points this year. Um, pulling it up right quick. Stephen, this might be our quickest podcast to date. This probably is going to be. Yeah, not a lot to talk about. So, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. There was a college game on Saturday night. Now that I think about it, we could, talk, we could talk about it a little bit. There was a lot of games on Saturday night. Michigan beats Ohio State again. Michigan, yeah. Um, Florida State gets a win over Florida with a backup quarterback. That was a good story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kentucky beat Louisville. Yeah, Kentucky did beat Louisville. That was an upset, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and... Clemson went ahead and pulled out another one on the old Gamecocks. Boy, if Clemson is stock, you better buy all you can freaking buy right now. How about them Tigers? <laughs> Big win over the Gamecocks in Columbia. Tough environment. Not a lot of offense. 
you know, one thing that it, they didn't really talk about until after the game the next day was they had flu going through the whole Tiger team. They traveled on three different buses trying to isolate it. Not saying that's why we only scored 16 points. But, boy, how about the kicker? Jonathan White's. I think you'll finally found him. He struggled all year long. God, if he would have made that kick against Florida State in overtime. God. That makes me sick thinking about it. We wouldn't even went to overtime. We would have beat them. How, how different would the season have been? But anyway, if you would have said, Tim, White's can miss against Florida State or he can make it three over 49 and 50 yards against South Carolina and beat them in Columbia, what would you rather have? I'd take the latter. Hey, he he uh he sliced him right down the middle. I can tell you that he it was it was probably a good feeling for all of y'all, knowing that that you've had a struggle with the kicking game all year. Maffa and Shipley had, I mean, I think over eighty yards each rushing. So we 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 played defense. We ran the ball. We didn't try to be flashy. Got a workmanlike win, and now going to a nice bowl, um, probably a. Sunny Bowl, hopefully in Florida. Depending on what it is, I might try to hit a bowl. I haven't hit a bowl in a couple of years. Yeah. But they're talking about either facing USC, the real USC, Southern Cal, maybe in San Diego. The real USC. <laughs> That'd be Garrett Riley facing Lincoln Riley. That would be interesting. But also, I think interesting is uh, Oregon State Clemson with mm-hmm. DJ Uwe Ungalele at, mm-hmm. at quarterback. I think that would, could be a cool game to watch, too. But uh, I'm sorry. Say, I just got I got to give you a little shit. Me and um, some guys were talking about that today. Wouldn't it be funny if, if Clemson ended up playing Oregon State? You know, would Uwe Ungalele, you know. That, that, that defense is – that is a – that's a playoff caliber defense. If only we had a playoff caliber offense to match. But, man, they were unbelievable. And and what about Khalil Barnes, a freshman? God, what a game he had. Yeah, I can – I mean, I was I was very impressed with our defense. Our defense, I think, played well against you guys. Well, I think I think what, what, you, what they did was, hey, we're going to stop the run and we're going to make, make the, uh, the passing game beat us. And – it, it, I mean, it was a really good strategy, but you can't. You didn't really totally stop the run. It was just enough offense and and big leg of Jonathan White's man. You can't help but feel good for that kid, right? You feel good for him. Hey, it's probably a good good <laughs> confidence boost um, for him, and he's you know might might go to help you in your bowl game. You know when he comes up. And, and then on 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 a backwards pass. Man, you gotta you gotta listen to that whistle. You don't hear the whistle, you gotta keep playing. Oh yeah. Barnes had the presence of mind to pick the ball up and, and not just fall on it, but pick it up and run it in. I mean, yeah. what a huge play that was early. It was very obvious too, so no no argument there. So Tigers get the uh Palmetto trophy back. Sixteen seven over USC. Got bragging rights for a year, feels good. We go undefeated in November, finish eight and four. Good, good chance to finish nine and four, and got nearly everybody coming back. So that feels pretty good. Hey, but that ship has sailed now. <laughs> ship going to the portal. Oh wait, y'all don't know what that is. No, I think ship. I, th- I think ship either returns or goes to NFL. I don't think anybody's. I, I think. I don't know, man. I, that's that's it's it's a conundrum because you got two really good running backs. Oh, yeah. 
as long as both of them don't leave, we're okay. Uh, I think Moff has got – I mean, he could be an every down back. But, man, Ship just he, – he plays hard, and he's going to break one every now and then. Yeah, I, I, I think Moff uh, – you know, I think he's a – I like Moff a lot, that. yeah. He's he's made the most of his chances, and, and you know he's improved his stock. If, if When he does go to the NFL, he's got an NFL's type body. And and he doesn't have a lot of mileage on him because you know they they split the carries. Really, Shipley's got the majority of the carries, but Moff is, you know, he's got low mileage and got a lot of. He could be a good pro. Still got some fresh fresh legs. Klubnik would be back. I'll give Klubnik this. He plays hard. <laughs> he ain't made no stupid decisions lately, but he plays hard now. What did uh? What did um? Uh, old Bobby Bowden used always used to say, "He's a good boy. He's he, a good boy. He's a good boy." Anyway, all right, I'm gonna quit giving Moody hell. I know he's hurting. Nah, but them Tigers get the big win in the Palmetto Bowl, and Somerville goes down. And Oceanside is in state. Anything else to add, Steve? Yeah. Um, we only got one more episode left of this season. Next week we'll have the uh, results of the state title games. And yep. That'll be it for the year on uh, high school ball. All right. Well, tune in next week. We'll give you the lowdown on all the state championship games. For uh, Stephen, I'm Tim. Good night. Have a good night.